Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? It's back, Premier League. And Aston Villa are back in the house again. This is uh, it's a day that I've been looking forward to since the end of the last season, to be honest with you, because I bloody love doing team sheet tantrums. I don't know what it is. It's just that that massive tingle of optimism that something good is going to happen today. And, you know, then you revisit it all then around 8 or 9 o'clock tonight when you're going, how the Jesus were we so bad? But uh, <laughs> that's just side the point. It's going to be today. It's going to be the house of positivity today because obviously we are playing Aston Villa versus Bournemouth, and uh, first day of the season, and it's um, hopefully Aston Villa will come out victorious today. We are nine minutes away from the team sheets, I think. Uh, just checking to make sure that we haven't had a curveball thrown our way. No, nothing announced yet. Paddy, what's the feeling? What way did you wake up last night? Did you sleep last night? Even I had the best sleep last night in. I'd say about two months. I had the bones of eleven hours sleep, so I'm I'm very uh, relaxed and happy today. Even though when the match ends, I have to go to work, but we'll we'll get over that if we get three points on the board. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's like Christmas Day. It's like it's like waking up Christmas morning. The season being back, and uh, knowing that there's a bit of structure. We we we'll see the team at exactly two o'clock, unlike the last few weeks. And yeah, team sheet tantrum is back, and uh, looking forward to the season. Yeah, I think that's very much it. And and you know what I'm more so looking forward to as well, Paddy, is that, yeah, we could probably stick a pin in and, and write in permanent marker if we were doing our teams now. We could probably write eight to potentially ten players in permanent marker and get it right. And, you know, over the last couple of years, we've we've come into the team sheet tantrums and we've always thought this player could play there or whatever. And, and sometimes we've had curveballs thrown at us. But the sign of a settled team is, and a team that's been in the Premier League for three years, that's a sign of progress in itself. 
But the next progress we need to see is winning games like today. They, games like today need to be won because it's all well and good saying it's progress to have a settled team and the fact that we don't need to keep on churning and keep on moving players on and getting and and, and getting way better in, in all positions. Um, but it's the, the thing is now making what we have stick. And that's that's a big thing, I think, for Steven Gerrard today. You know, funds seem to be there. We're almost breaking even for the for the last four transfer windows, I think it is. We've almost broken even on a, on a spending point. Gerrard, and obviously Gerrard's only been here for the last two or for one and a half because this one isn't over. So he seems to think he can mould this team here. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what we go up with and what, they, what today looks like against the Bournemouth team who are... Um, going to be dogged, they're going to be resolute, but you know they haven't really made a lot of additions to that squad. Yeah, look, you, you make a good point about Gerard. This, this is his team now. This is he's put his stamp on it. There's eleven players there, and if he can't trust eleven players, he hasn't done his job right because we have what have we got? Twenty five listed and another six waiting in the wings to be shipped out or whatever, something like that. So it's. It's his team. It's time for him to stand up now, and he's he's shown his teeth this summer, and uh, hopefully the team can show their teeth now and be absolutely relentless today for ninety minutes and relentless for ninety minutes. And I keep stressing that ninety minutes because he hasn't got a tune of ninety minutes out of any team since he came in. The best we've probably seen is that sixty-seven minutes against Man City. I'm going to say sixty-seven. Could be wrong. I'd probably um, say Southampton. I keep on going back to the Southampton game where we absolutely yeah, but them off the park. We stopped playing for the we stopped playing for the last half an hour of that because we were home and dry as well. <laughs> we're four 0 up, yeah. We, yeah. We, we, yeah, we thought we were home and dry against Man City too, and look how that turned out. Exactly. So <laughs> it, it's a ninety minute game. We need ninety minute players. Uh, well, we don't need ninety minute players. We we need we need uh, eleven players, um, or six players that are capable of going out and playing for for ninety minutes, and five that we can replace. Roll on. The, the, the guys off the bench and let's face it we're going to have a strong enough bench to do so I think so too I think so too Um, I saw something there we're going to have a look at some of the comments there just before we uh, get ready for the team so if anybody wants to pop in what they think the team is going to be today in the comments we'll get to it I'm sure Um, as, as we run down through them Paul Merson for the legend is in straight off the bat with Martinez Cash Carlos Chambers Dina uh, Kamara Luis McGinn, Bailey, Ings, and Coutinho. For me, Ings is a better finisher than Watkins, and I think this is Danny's year. I'm seeing, Paddy, that there's hashtag Team Paddy, hashtag Team Ings <laughs> in a couple of couple of comments down there. It looks like, yeah, uh, looks like the fact that we're on different sides of the fence here has split and garrisoned some members of our viewership uh, towards one side or the other. Uh, well, that's all good. That's all good to see. Uh, I don't give a shite if we've got. I don't know, um, some sort of, I don't know if they have to dig up your man from weekend at Burnley's and play him up front as long as he scores goals. I couldn't care less. And for any of you guys that are too young to know what weekend at Burnley's is, go watch it tonight after the game. It's a bloody good film. And uh, bring a bottle of rum and you'll enjoy it even more. Um, <laughs> uh, any other ones there? Uh, yes, great point here from Rob Henry. And I've seen a couple of people pop this in the comments. Fulham are proving to Liverpool at the moment that there are no easy matches in the Premier League. And yes, if... Well, I say that just as as uh, Darwin Nunes uh, comes off the bench and scores a goal. Um, 
But uh, it's one all there from full between Fulham and Liverpool. But there are no easy games in, in, in the Premier League. There are no easy matches, specifically on day one. And that's why they call it being cut, cut from the long grass. Uh, Bournemouth are definitely in the long grass at the moment. Um, like We are heavily expected to beat Bournemouth today. Although I think in some... And once again, do not bet if you're not comfortable with it. Only bet what you can afford. And when the fun stops, stop with regards to betting. But uh, I think some bookmakers still have us at evens money to beat Bournemouth today. Even though we're away... You know, you'd have to think that that, that the bookmakers don't trust us uh, to to get a result today as well. But I, on the other hand, do. And uh, uh, we'll get to that later on when we're doing our our, uh, scores. Let's have a little look there. There's another one. Dave says about Fulham as well. Fulham not making it easy for Liverpool as well there. Um, Vinny uh, Kua Gaming has his flag up there in... um, in West Cork, somewhere a villa flag hanging outside his house, so that's always good to see. He sent me, he sent me a picture. Day. He sent me a picture of it before we went on air. Yeah, looks, I saw one too. Blended in the sunshine. Great point here from Emmett as well. Emmett Kieran says, uh, as long as we don't concede, do a villain concede in the first five minutes, we should be good for a win. I think that is super important. I think Absolutely. super important the fact that we are we need to be. What, what am I going to say here? We need to be professional in the first 10, 15 minutes and not take things for granted. Um, against yeah. Bournemouth, last time we last time we played them early on in the season, if I'm not mistaken, we played them second game of the season in 2018 or 19, whichever the first year we were back up. And that was the time Douglas Luiz came off the bench and scored the belter. But we were 2-0 we down after like 15 minutes mm. um, yeah. early on in the game. And Bournemouth caught us. Yes, we came back and we owned the game. And Philip Billing should have been sent off after 18 minutes because of all the fouling he did. But still, that's not beside that's beside the point. Um, yeah. we couldn't recoup two goals. And, and look, it's it's, it's not going to it's not going to be raucous here today. It's going to be carnival like atmosphere. Um, <clears throat> they don't do raucous in Bournemouth because they're too posh. But it uh, it'll be carnival atmosphere. And if and if their players buy into the carnival, then we're in trouble. So it, it needs to be professional. It needs to be consistent, and it needs to be from the start. It needs to be us on the front foot. Sean says here he's predicting McGinn to score. Or McGinn or McGrath? I don't know which one that is. Actually, I'm presuming it's going to be McGinn. <laughs> McGinn to score the first goal of our new season and a surprise goal at some point for a sub. Yeah, I'd like that. I'd like if we got a goal from... Um, well, actually, do you know what? I don't care where the goal comes from. I'll, I, I'll just as easily celebrate it if it's McGinn or if it's Ings or Watkins because I was going to say, I'd like if we got a goal from an unpredictable source, but... I'm kind of. We've spent the last week and a half or two weeks, Paddy, saying our strikers need to score and we need them getting goals. So that would be very, that would be very U-turning and hypocritical of me to say that. But um, the first goal, uh, first goal, okay, we'll give it to McGinn. But then the, the strikers need to weigh in and start doing what they're paid to do and put the ball in the back of the net. After that, I think for sure. Um, this is Darren says one big worry for me today is the physical makeup of Bournemouth's midfield. We could be bullied bad in midfield. Um, they do have the the aforementioned Philip Billing, uh, six foot four, six foot five, big gentleman, um, in there in the middle of midfield. But I suppose it depends on who they're playing there with him. If they go with Jefferson Lerma, who is more of a bulldog inside there, he's not a big tall guy, but he's going to mm. be somebody who's going to get in around your ankles. And then they might go with Lewis Cook, uh, in there too. Um, Lewis Cook is definitely not a bully, but he's somebody who can prog- progress the ball forward, and he's kind of the yin to the other two lads, Yang. So it'll be just as interesting to see who they play in midfield as as, as to who we play in midfield as well. We're just coming up. I think the team sheets will be announced any minute. They're actually out now. Just let me get them for you. For oh we yeah, here. we have it <laughs> here. Um, I'm I'm oh, happy. I want to cheer. You're happy, are you? Ing starts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here we go. 
Uh, here we have the team. So we've Martinez and goals, Cash, Conza, Diego, Carlos, and Dina, McGinn, Kamara, Ramsey, Bailey, Ings, and Coutinho. And lads, this is the last time you're going to see me on a podcast because I couldn't have got it more wrong in any of my predictions saying that Mings was going to start and Watkins is going to start. Um, yeah. It's 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 Kanza and it's Ings today. In Bailey keeps his position there on probably what would be the right hand side, and I would imagine Coutinho will play uh, on that left side of that front three. But uh, midfield being Kamara, Jacob Ramsey, and McGinn, I don't really think there's any surprises in there. Uh, no. But yeah, looking at the subs as well, and it's very difficult to read them white in the black and, and the blue background. Come on, Villa, we can do better than white on a blue background, please. Thank you very much. But we've got Olsen, Chambers, Mings, Augustinson, Young, Douglas Louise, Buendia, Watkins, and the new five-year extended Cameron Archer on the bench. Talk to me, Patrick. Well, I, I suppose for me, the biggest shock is at centre-half. Is, yeah. is that. And, yeah. and the big question here is, is it a shock in that he said yesterday that, that Mings had a bit of a knock? So... We can't read too much into that either because it would be unfair, I believe, to uh, to to say that he doesn't have any faith in Mings given that he has had a knock. But uh, other than that, that would be the team that I picked. Um, I, I think I said Mings played alongside Diego Carlos. But look, that that to me, uh, with the exception of maybe Mings for Konza, is our strongest eleven available. So we've no Sansan, we've no Tim, mm-hmm. we've no... What's my missing? Yeah, okay. I suppose you could say Ken Kessler Hayden, but uh, yeah. I don't think he's going to get in. I, I think he's he he might be loaned out. Uh, seeing Ashley Young there to me makes me think that um that there's a potential loan in the offing for him again. Uh, that's just like pointless. That's just me spitting stuff now at the moment. Um, but no yeah. team, no Ken Kessler Hayden, no Sansan. Is is telling obviously no Bertie and where Gazi played last night, and um, the fact that guys really? like Tim and where Gazi played, yeah, we oh, he Paddy, was there. Was, he was there. Paddy, well, he scored a free kick. You of course you didn't see well, that because sure, you didn't sure. see that because nothing happened in the first half because Villa didn't want to show it to me. Yeah, well, it's probably something. To, yeah, I, I think I think your credit card bounced or something, Paddy. I think that's it. I count. It. I counted twenty eight <laughs> minutes of the second half without Anmar Gazi touching the ball at, at academy level, and to me. He's out the door as quick as we can pick oh, a fight for him. I think he will be. Yeah, I think yeah. he'll be. No, Nakamba. Nakamba's the other guy. Rob, Robin um, mentioned yes. there Nakamba. No, Nakamba either. So, um, yeah, for me, I I suppose, look, you'd have to look at the, like, Douglas Louise is really, like, like I'm going to be really honest. If I see Ashley Young come on in the central midfield today, I won't say kind things on Twitter. Um, like, <laughs> I, I'm genuine, genuinely, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, like, I, Look, it is what it is. It is what it is. If you're going to play, say that he's our he's our sub uh, substitute right back uh, at this moment in time, then we've got a whole new back four on the bench. And for me, that's doesn't make any sense having a, having a whole new back four on the bench. No. Um, considering that Callum Chambers was initially brought in to play a right back, and okay, that's okay if you guys want to say that Callum Chambers should specialize in centre half. That's fine too. But you know, as an auxiliary right back, I think that uh, that, that 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 makes sense. Uh, to have somebody who can cover both positions. So, from my money, Ashley Young is there to be either a wide player or uh, one of the wide three, wide front three, or central midfielder. And for me, I'm I'm just not sure. like if he comes on central midfielder, it won't be a nice thing to say. Then you know my normal no. uh, happy disposition that that uh, that does come out quite regularly. Yeah. 
Um, look, it'll be interesting to see how those five subs are used, if they're used, and when they're used. Um, I always felt he was a little bit shy in using them. Maybe when he has five, he might use them a bit earlier and use them a bit better. So we we just we just got to reserve judgment until um until we watch a few games. But uh, I'm optimistic. I'm super optimistic looking at that team. I'm happy enough with it. And uh, yeah, roll on three o'clock. Well, one thing I've seen, I've seen an awful lot over the off season, specifically in the last ten days, and it kind of went under the radar. We didn't talk about that much. Yes, we kind of spoke an awful lot about Watkins Ings quandary and that they need to pull up their socks, and we spoke about who's going to play centre half. But there was this kind of undercurrent as well about Jacob Ramsey. Maybe and people were saying, "Oh, he's off form. He doesn't deserve to start." And I'm not sure that's fair to categorise that at him, considering it was preseason and he played more or less straight through the whole lot of the summer. So I'm not really fair that that's care that that it's fair. I'm not really sure it's fair to categorise him in that way. The way that we have categorised the likes of Tyrone Mings, who spent the whole summer in Bodymore, <coughs> the likes of Watkins and Ings, who spent the whole summer in Bodymore, as, mm-hmm. as well, or the majority of it anyway. So I think from a Jacob Ramsey point of view, yes, people are saying that he had a poor preseason. I just don't think he didn't. I, I think he didn't light up any trees. But I think what it was was that he was easing himself back and he'd managed minutes. From that point of view, I expect him to be have an absolute parlor today, like he did for the majority of last season. And I'm looking forward to seeing him grow into into what we, I suppose, what we should call his year two of being a starter. And Fulham have just scored. Uh, yeah, Mitrovic again. Another Mitrovic penalty. Fulham have just scored against Liverpool. I hope, like I was hoping, Liverpool would come back and win that game because, you know, dropping points first game the, of the season. The league is over. League is over. Yeah, <laughs> league is over. It's, and and that's to be honest with you guys, that's an awful problem for the Premier League. If mm. if, if if that happens, but anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We you're talking about Jacob Ramsey, Ramsey to get you to get you back on the ball. We we'll talk about Jacob Ramsey. I'm going to make a bold prediction about Jacob Ramsey. When the when the internationals roll around in September, I think Jacob Ramsey is going to be all over the news and possibly in that squad to give him a chance to get it, to get on that plane to the plane to Qatar in in uh, in November. Um, I think I think this is a huge six seven games for him to force his way into that England squad, and I think he's more than capable of it. Absolutely, the team is out for Bournemouth. And Bournemouth, are, we're going to try and make, make sense of this now for a moment. So Travers is in goals. They're going to have uh, Lloyd Kelly and Mepham are probably going to be the two, two lads at centre half. And then is it Tavernier and Smith, I think, are going to be the two fullbacks with midfield of Pearson's, Bi- Pearson, Billings and Lerma. Yeah. And then Solanke, Moore and Zamora will probably make up their front three. Uh, I think I'm right in saying that's how they're going to they're going to line out. But yeah. uh, I well, didn't. Ta- Tavernier will be up there as well, won't he? No, I think they brought him in to play left back. Did um, they? The, yeah. Where they was Zamora play? Zamora, I think they I think I, I I had him up there on on up top. Uh, right, in and around there, I, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure um, with okay. regards to that. But he is he's a handy player. Um, I I think it's interesting that they went with Ben Pearson over um over Lewis Cook in midfield. Uh, mm. just just like because he's going to they're, they're very similar players and you know I think it's one for one in, in that aspect so somebody that's going to need need uh, minding um, I thought that they would go with Kiefer Moore up front with, with Solanke one side of him I didn't know who they were going to play the other side considering that uh, you know they, they are looking out or they are w- looking for a striker I thought potentially it, could, it would have been somebody like um like your man, I can't remember his first name, surname, Anthony, he's there on the in the be- on the bench, or even Ryan Christie. Um 
there on the other side, but they've gone with um they've gone with uh, what I think you're going with is Zamora there in that in, in that position. Um so it's gonna be interesting to see. Kiefer Moore is gonna take minding and I'll be honest, I would be a lot like with Kanza and Douglas Carlos there and I know that everyone's gonna say Carlos will pick him up and, and maybe um Kanza is there to pick up Alexis Solanke but uh Kiefer Moore is a handful. He's a battering ram. He's old style, you know, and we don't tend to do well against those battering ram types type center forwards. But then again, we're in the Douglas Carlos era, so it's going to take a lot of watching, I think, from that point of view, um, for sure, when we when we do see uh, the game kick off uh in 51 minutes time. Um what do you make of it? Uh what do you make of of, of that Bournemouth team? Is there anything there that's that's kind of jumping out to you, Paddy, from the point of view of like I'm not going to yeah, sit no. here and pretend that I'm a born aficionado either. Like, but no. Well, I, I did say in our preview that I watched a good bit of them last year because my my nephew's friend was was playing nearly every game for them. He's since moved on to Stoke, but it's um. Look, I, I think the only surprise is Pearson. I think Pearson would probably play a little bit further. I think we might we could possibly see a four two three one here with with Solanke playing behind more as opposed to playing beside him. Um, and they just play a little bit more reserved, let's say, and try and catch us on the break. So, look, it's uh, it's what it's what we expected, really. So, uh, my, my opinion doesn't really change. I still think we're going to go and win handy. 2-2 two, two Fulham, Fulham Liverpool, just for those of you who are keeping score there. Mohamed Salah is just after Pingyong went in. Uh, Darwin Nunes came off the bench, scored a goal and a set up a goal with Salah. So um, that bodes well, I think, for that partnership. Um, guys, do you want to pop in your, your, your own thoughts there on the team itself? And let's get back onto some of your comments there. I'm going to remove the, the Bournemouth team for a moment. And I'm going to start pinging up some of your comments. While, while you're um, doing that, Neil, there's 300 people on the stream there. If you wouldn't mind just giving us a thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button. And uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's my work done for the day. Excellent. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, do you know what? Lads, I had a banner. Watch this. I had a banner done. I was so sure that I had I had picked the, the correct team. I had a banner done with my team. Oh, no. Wait a minute. It didn't save. Oh, that's a complete. That's a really old team. Anyway, that's beside <laughs> the point. Why did that save? Um, anyway, uh, so some comments coming in there. Villa, Villa Bloke 1970 says, Diego Carlos, masterclass co- incoming up the Villa. I think I said called him Douglas Carlos just five minutes ago. <laughs> I do apologize. Um, uh, but, 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 but Darren C says, I heard Buendia took a knock yesterday. Buendia taking a knock every time he goes out in the field, it seems he has this most exasperated look when he hits the, when he hits the turf every single time. Um, where else are we here? Cam- uh, Chambers for Mings, Ramsey instead of Louise. The rest picks itself. Oh, that was prior prior to the team being announced. I apologize oh. there for that one. Um, so there's a lot of people saying that they're surprised by uh, Kanza being in the team. Ad says, happy with happy with that, but feel bad for Chambers. Somebody else popped in a, a comment a moment ago that there was, the cha- that there was um, I mentioned that Chambers took a knock. Um, actually, I think it was. I think he he took a knock in training prior to the Stad Ren match, um, and that he'd only returned back to training mid midweek this week. Um, what, Paddy, did you see the new kind of graphic that Villa have that they're sending out with regards to injury updates for the transparency for injuries? Um, did you see that? No, I saw I it online no. yesterday. Apparently, it's a new thing that they're that they're going to do, they're going to update on injuries so that there's a small bit of transparency with regards to them. I think What's it's tough? look. If it, if if it works, it works. Um, but, but, but Simon Simon Watton says uh, Bailey masterclass is inbound. 
Um, ba, ba, ba. Andrew Morgan says no Tim or Nakamba. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember Nakamba. Nakamba's got no luck in. Um, I, you know, I think if money comes in before now in the end of the transfer window, I think Nakamba might be, um, might be surplus to requirements because he's got no luck in in preseason either, provided that he's not been injured or anything like that. I, I, I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, uh, a couple of people asking, saying that Buendia needs to start as well. Um, I think we'll definitely see Buendia off the bench today. Um, where else are we? We need to fit, but Adam says we need to fit Buendia into this team. Um, I think get a result today first in a game that we should win. And that's not to say that we wouldn't get a result of Buendia there, but when you're talking about fitting people into the team, um, I think that we get the three points on the board today and then see what happens. And look, he could come off the bench and score the winner. Um, so you've, he is that in his arsenal as well there, which is fantastic. Paul Merson, Villa legend, is happy that Ings is starting ahead of Watkins. Paul Merson, Villa legend, yourself and Paddy, Yourself and Paddy, I'm, I, I think you've planned this. I think you've planned this. Um, where else are we? Cafu, the Brazilian Adam Hutton. What a name. Brilliant name. Says, tough game today. Bournemouth have to win this game. You have to think it's their most winnable game in the next fix, next few fixtures that they have. Um, I don't think they have the right to think that they should win any game or that any game is winnable for them because they no. haven't strengthened the team like they should have. And, you know, there comes a time. Look, I'm not saying that we go out there and we pillory them today, but um, I think that, you know, they can't feel hard done by if we win 2-0 today because they haven't strengthened their team to the requisite ability. Like, I don't know if that's a... Like, they, they might be really well drilled and Scott Parker might have done a fantastic job with them, but um, they can't feel that they, they have the right to go in and win any game because, for my money, they're the weakest team on paper. Now, paper never won any game and that's why it's played on grass and all those different similes uh, that you'll hear in different uh, pieces, should I say, that you'll hear in this stuff. But um, we have to win this game. Bournemouth don't have to win this game at all because I don't. I think expectations are low on Bournemouth, but expectations are high in B6, and I think that that's why we absolutely have to win this game today, uh, for sure. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba, where are we? Uh, Connor, Connor from Brazil says, "Great bench. We haven't had that in a long time. Hope Gerard uses the subs well and at the right time." Paddy, I meant to say it at the start. Five subs. Do you think he uses them? That that should have been my my um. My question for uh, for the giveaway at a mug is how many subs do you think Gerard will use? I don't think he uses five subs. I don't either. Um, I just can't see it. Um, I, I'd imagine if he uses three, that would probably be it. And then keep the two in reserve if we pick up any late injuries. And it's it's, it's the time of year for people cramping up on, on 85 minutes or so. So you kind of need to keep a couple in reserve. So I don't think you'd be going gung-ho and bringing on five subs. Hmm. Ross, good to see you Ross down in South Africa says, told you JJ would start strong squad nevertheless, no excuses not to grab all three points I, I think I'm, I'm I think I'm there I, I don't think there's any, like if we don't win today it's a massive black mark in the copybook first day of the season, I think we mm -hmm. need to win I, th I think that there's no excuse for us not to win today I'm going to be that. And it's not confidence. I think that's that's an expectation that this team should have is to beat Bournemouth today. And whether we do or not is a completely different story. But um, it's not like we're going out against Man City, Liverpool, Man United in the third round of the FA Cup. Man, third round of the FA Cup, Man United, that is, which who always beat us. Uh, but I think we're going out against Bournemouth. Yes, granted, it is a way and they will be up for it. But this team, sh this team is World Cup winners in it and it should be able to win this game. I, I, just from a professional point of view, they should be able to go out there and win this game. Uh, yeah, I've, I've I've absolutely no worries. It's 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 up to them now. But uh, like I know I know it's virtually unknown. We don't know what what way 
like I thought it was very defeatist out of Scott Parker earlier in the week, and I don't know whether that's putting pressure on the owners to try and get the checkbook out or not. But he he was playing the poor mouth earlier in the week, so if they're if they're not a full tilt, you're you're talking about a team coming out of the championship, and we spend so much money, we should be rolling them over them, and I'm I'm not going to accept anything less than three points today. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't Scott Parker leave Fulham to go to Bournemouth because they had a wedge last season? Yeah. Anyway, look, it's this isn't the Bour- I know we're playing Bournemouth, but I don't want to cast dispersions. I don't know an awful lot about Bournemouth at the moment. Um, uh, as I said, they're a different Bournemouth team. They're a different Bournemouth setup and everything since the. Mm. I think they might even have new owners even since they since they were relegated. So uh, I I can't speak very well on that at all, and and I should have done my homework a small bit better. But um, anyway. Where are we there? Where are we? Where are we? 100 cap for Kanza today. And I think I saw that AVFC Stato is with us as well. Thank you so much. I, I saw you had it up there, but I forgot to click on it uh, earlier on. Stato, thanks for joining us. And thanks as well, Rob Infinity, for that too. Um, where are we? So Nigel Franklin says, I would have gone for Kanza, the best defender of the three with most potential. Yeah, I think that that's debatable, but I can't. I'm not going to disagree with you. I think I think that's the beauty of having three very good defenders in Mings, Kanza, and Chambers. You know, superb problem to have, brilliant problem to have, brilliant problem to have. Um, that we we have that we can call upon left footers, right footers, uh, and and whatever needs to be done inside there, and we can we can have a um, we can we can have a, a backup and 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 the fluidity towards that backline as well. I think for sure. Uh, yeah. Look, lads, this is going to have to be banned. This hashtag Team Paddy is going to have to be banned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Lee Johnson says, I thought he'd pick Watkins, but weren't happy with Ings, who's his preferred choice. Um, where else are we? Yeah, I agree with Connor here as well. Connor says, there's 316 watching. Hit the like button, villains. Please do. If you can just hit the thumbs up button on YouTube, we really, really appreciate that. It doesn't cost you anything to do it, but it's, um, it is uh, really, really helpful to the podcast. Definitely more viewers than Irish TV. Oh, 100. <laughs> I can guarantee you there isn't 322 people watching watching uh, the Irish language channel called Tina G at this very moment in time. I can almost guarantee it that there isn't 325 people now watching uh, watching that. Um, I love this site. I love this site. And this should actually just be tattooed uh, on every single player's eyelids so that when they close their eyes they see it be professional boss the ball no lapses at the back especially early on and win convincingly i think that that's exactly should that just should should be the the team talk today don't fuck up essentially is like because the amount of times we make it easy for teams by our mispositioning not controlling the ball correctly um you know being scared at times to do the right thing uh is is criminal it's criminal sometimes you know, and, and we don't need that away in the vitality today against Bournemouth. Um, no. Okay, lads, we're getting there. We're getting up in a half an hour. Get your comments in with what you think the score is going to be. We're going to do the quick fire. It's been, what, two months since I've done the quick fire and that. So please, please, please uh, get those in. We have we have an early one in here already that Vivish has already got AVFC 6 nil winners today. So I'm loving that. I'm absolutely loving that. But uh, get your comments in there with regards to what um, with what you think it's going to be. Darren C is in with 3-1 to Villa. Uh, 
Jonathan says the flat y'all is on TG Car. Actually, there could be more than 325 people <laughs> watching the because the flat is great crack. And I'd be honest with you, if Villa weren't playing, I'd be making my way to Mullingar to the flat because it's absolutely great crack. It's it's an Irish music festival whereby it's all diddly eye kind of like accordions and stuff music, but it's rare crack and there's no such thing as closing time. Um, <laughs> right, we've got loads of stuff in here. So we have... Oh, Supermark. Supermark said this that anyone who doesn't hit the like button is a total blue nose. <laughs> That's one way to do it, Sophie. All right, here we go. Mark Hattersley says 1 0 Villa. Connor Hennessy 2 0 Villa. Western Wood says 2 0 Villa. C Line I uh, says 3 1 to Villa. Daniel Suddle says 3 1 to Villa. Tom Ryan 2 0 up to Villa. 3 or 4 0 to Sai. says, and I know that Sai means to the Villa in that one. Uh, Nigel says 2 1 Villa. Paul Merson says uh, 1 to, 1 3 in Villa's favour. 2 1 says Owen Bradley in Villa's favour. 2 0 Music Junkie says in Villa's favour. 4 0 Dodgy Driver says uh, 3 1 Villa Block. Ings with 2. And a cat or Ings and Carla, no, Ings with two and a Carlos goal. Ad says four nil. Uh, Mighty Villa says four nil to Villa. Uh, Dico Blanco says three nil to Villa. Mac Brannigan says three nil to Villa. Matt Walton says four nil to Villa. Uh, Rob Henry says three one Villa. Uh, Matthew Lang says four, one nil to Villa. Mike Green says three one Villa. Ings, Ram Ramsey, and Cash. That's a nice spread of goals. I love a good spread of goals like that. Adrian McKeever says Villa win four one. Dodgy drivers, Bailey Hattrick, uh, Jordy Villa goals for Ings Watkins and Archer. Bailey did the crossbar and tricky nil Villa score. I presume it's a 3 nil Villa score line. I wonder what odds they'd give you on Bailey to hit the crossbar along with all that. I'd say you'd be, <laughs> your fur coat and your crown would be in the post, I would say, if that was to happen. Linky says 4 1 Villa with Ings Bailey, uh, Bailey score two and Archer to come off the bench. Tom says Esri Kanza, Esri Kanza. Um, Remember Watford, this will be very tight. 1-1, one, one, says, says Brett River. But, but exactly, beware the odds of Watford from last season too. Um, Mark Mitchell says, I hate being so optimistic. It's, it's the total. It's, 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 yeah, it doesn't suit us Villa fans being optimistic, does it? No. But uh, we have to be optimistic at some stage. Um, Hippo Hippo 84 says, 3-0 Villa, the clean sheet is important. Michael Michael Giles says, 4-2 Villa. Tom says, 6-0 Villa. 2-0 Villa says, Billy Jones. 4-0 Matt Walton says, with a Martinez hat-trick, that would be some job. Lewis Spriggs says, 3-1 Villa. Kashki scores today, says, sorry. Bailey Ings and Coutinho in a 3-1 win. 2-0 Villa, um, says Lee Smith. Um, KFWH and underscores and X's says 5-0 Villa with Kanza Bundia, Leon Bailey, Jacob Ramsey and Matty Cash. 3-0 all day, um, says James. Tim Mosley says 4-1, let's hope. Uh, don't pan Team Paddy, it's the only thing I've ever started in my 37 years. <laughs> I needed this. So it's all your fault, Stephen Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Haynes says 2-0 Villa come on Damien Leach says they'll score first from a corner and we'll come back as a 2-1 uh, Nigel asks is Kiefer Moore starting for them he is indeed and then he also goes on to say that Carlos will damage him <laughs> the word damage is very uh, very, go fine, very final there isn't it Cat Cannon says 2-0 uh, Villa the, the Mac B says 3-1 up the Villa Simon Watton says 2-0 Villa with Ings and Bailey Shabba 2-1 uh, Villa says Stephen Wright top of the league end, end of this weekend says Sai Love Bleed says 2-1 to Villa uh, Robin Finnerty says Bournemouth nil Villa 2 with Bailey and Bundia scoring uh, where are we now playlist says 2-0 Villa 
And Richard says to the villa, uh, Mike Warm Warmball says a Shane Duffy sighting. He must have come on the messy of the skies, by the way. He is, he's on. He just come on for Bobby Reed. Um, 2 0 Villa says Michael Richards and uh, Slancha. I think that is a 70 0 Villa. You're back in mid season form. You're because you used to always put <laughs> those crazy scorelines last season from that mistake. And Merlangi, Mr. Langi says 4 0 Villa. Uh, da, 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 and I think that's going to do it, lads. That is amazing. We still have 302 people putting up with us after that rundown of the scores, and I really appreciate absolutely every single one of you. I personally think it's going to be a 2 0 win for Aston Villa today. Paddy, what's your score? As usual. First match of the season. I'm overly optimistic and I am going with a Danny Ings hat-trick and 4-0 Villa. 4-0 Villa. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you to that one. The Danny Ings hat trick, all right. We'll we'll give you that one too. Um, but it is 36 minutes to kick off. We've been on for 34 minutes here, and I do appreciate absolutely every single one of you. For those of you who've just joined, if you could hit the thumbs up button on YouTube, doesn't cost you anything. If you haven't subscribed, you can click on the subscribe button as well, it doesn't cost you anything. Uh, we would love to have you on board for more of these as the league as the league season goes on. One thing I will plug, guys, before we do go is uh, we do have a oh, I thought my child was after waking up, but it's somebody else's child that's crying. Ah, that's fine. So, um, uh, we have some where's the content? We have some mugs, we're doing a giveaway, and I'm just trying to bring it up here on the screen. We're doing a little giveaway here, guys. Uh, in light of our new collaboration with Northern Ireland mugs, we're giving away a mug to one lucky winner. And apologies for anybody who is outside of the continent of Europe, yes, including the UK. Um, the, just with regards to shipping constraints on mugs and the fact that they get broken and the insurance that the, the uh, couriers, don't, couriers don't want to insure them being shipped outside of uh, outside of Europe for whatever reason at the moment. I don't know. This is news to me as well. But look, as I say, we'd like to run a competition and give one away, uh, give away a mug to somebody. If you can find the tweet on our website, it is there. Just like it, retweet it, and comment underneath who you think is going to be the first scorer, and we will pick a winner in. We pick a winner on Monday. Um, of the mug and we'll get that wing in its way to you as I say apologies it is only we can only give it away in Europe um, at the moment um, because couriers won't ship uh, ceramics at this moment in time for whatever reason as I say outside of Europe just um that's what we've been told. So I do apologize about that. Also, if you want to buy one, uh, they are available on our you'll be able to catch it on our pinned tweet here with my ugly mug there. Look look two Neils two for one aren't you lucky people uh, you'll be able to catch it there there is a link there if you do wish to wish to purchase a mug as well you can do so there from the Northern Ireland Mug Company so uh, that's going to do it for us there everybody really appreciate everything 295 people still here you guys are absolutely amazing and I thank you so much 34 minutes to kick off get your beverages get your snacks get everything on board get everything ready first game of the season and uh, sit down and hopefully relax watching a, a, a Villa Masterclass today away and get our first win on the board. So thanks very much, everybody, for everything you do for the podcast. Thanks a million, Paddy, for your time as well. I am going to be back with a post-match post directly after this game at 4.55, maybe 5 o'clock. No later than 5 o'clock. I'll be back with a post-match to discuss this directly after the game. So I would love if you could join us then. Until then, everybody, enjoy the game. And all that's left to say is up to Villa. Of the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.